from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. It is 11 a.m. on the East Coast. We are live at 11 right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. They call me the Hip Hop Patriot. Check out the new hat. I'm so, so excited for, for some of the things that people have sent me, and we will talk about those in a minute. But for right now, while you guys hit that little thumbs up button and copy the link and share the video over to your Facebook pages, let's give some live shout outs to those who are joining in today because we got a lot to talk about. Jana Fleming, good morning. How are you? Gar Lawson, good to see you from the great state of Texas. Trinette Mitchell, from also from Texas, or Trinette Mitchell, I'm sorry, not Mitchell. Trinette Mitchell from the great state of Texas. Lindsay Carricker from Louisiana. I hope I don't say your name's last name's wrong, but if I do, ugh, I'm trying. Jeremy Clayton, Becky Acosta. Jeremy Clayton is from Michigan. How you doing, man? My, uh, Marilyn Fassel from Largo, Florida. Andrea Lloyd from AZ. We got to talk. We got a lot to talk about with Arizona today. Hillary Juden from Kami, Oregon. <laughs> Oregon, she says. Oregon, Oregon. I, I, I sometimes I get the names wrong, you guys, um, of your states, and I, I, I apologize. It's just how I was raised. Uh, Skylar Ray from Portland as well. We got who else? We got in here. We got Sandy. Ooh, Sandy Happala. Good to see you. Colleen Bryce from Safety Harbor, Florida. Marilyn Fassel. We've we've shouted you out. Sandra Reed. Good morning. Provo Person. How are you? And Carol, uh, Carol Delesio. She says, it says waiting on mine. Is Jeremy on? Yes, I am on. It might have a little latency, so don't worry. Um, Tiffany Lee, Bruce Anderson from the Panhandle in Florida. How you doing? Terry Schlosser from Ohio. O-H-I-O. Anita Brown is in. Conrad Rube from the great, wonderful state of Kentucky where all the good bourbon is made. We got Linda Hines. She says, open up America. No more masks. I could not agree more. We got about 600 people in here. If all of you could hit that like button real quick, and if all of you could copy that link and send it to some friends on your text message uh, or on your, on your friends list and maybe even over on Facebook, that would be great. We'll give a few more shout-outs before we get started here. Gina Kirkland from Tennessee. Russ Brizendine says, I listen every day. I appreciate that, Russ. I truly do. Paul Rujic, Jody Fahes, and Linda Bush from Northwest Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Before we actually get started today... Before we get into uh, the Word of God, I do want to give a few more shout-outs, but these are some shout-outs to people who have actually um, who sent me some things uh, over the last few days, and I just got them in the, in the box, in the mailbox, and, I, and I'm so incredibly grateful. Number one, this hat, Live from America. It's got a great Bible verse here. It says the Hip Hop Patriot on the back. It's got the patented branded glasses right there, and this comes from Angel Mosgrip and her family at Mount Life Threads, Mount Life Threads, that's in Indiana. Make sure you check them out online. Um, it's Mountain Life Threads um, at, at gmail.com is, is, is her uh, email. And if you, want to, uh, if you want some stuff done, definitely reach out to her. I also would like to thank Sandy Seeger 
What a great uh, message she uh, sent to me. I'll read a little bit to you. It says, thank you for your daily inspiration and encouragement and sharing of, uh, of, of God's love for us. My husband and I listen to you every day. You are such an ambassador for Jesus. Hey, all glory to God, and I give all glory to him. She goes, I laugh every time that you call Biden resident Biden. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. We have a little bit more here um, to get through. I'd like to give a big shout out to Donna uh, Sear. I hope I said that last name right. Donna Sear. Um, what a great, she says, your show is amazing. And my husband ben and I both love your passion, dedication, faith, and not to mention your great sense of humor. Keep up the fight. And she goes on uh, to say um, to say a little bit more. And she also sent, she also sent uh, this wonderful, uh, let's check this out here. See President Trump there? She got, she, uh, she got the MAGA hat on him and she puts a little bubble next to his uh, uh next to him so he's and he's saying uh be patient and have faith in the good the best is still yet to come and her family actually owns a lumber company right here in Wyndham New Hampshire and um what a what a great what a great thing it is to receive these things from some of you folks we also got this from Lori Little um, this awesome keychain that says Save America. I'll be putting my keys on this right away. So a big shout out to her. Um, Lori, thank you for the card. Uh, it says, wow, you have come such a long way from when you first started. Is she right or is she right? And we got one more thing here that I want to show you. And this comes from Rhonda Crum. I hope they said that right, Rhonda Crum. This is a hardback copy of Jesus Calling beautiful book i mean this is just an absolutely beautiful book and of course she puts the full armor of god bookmark in there for me as well and i just want to thank her and she uh sent this this was sent by from christian christianbook.com so ladies and gentlemen i just want to thank you all so very much uh studio graphics says driving in ohio uh how about a shout out well there you go uh driving in ohio you get a shout out all right uh ladies and gentlemen i also want to let you know that my uh, when i spoke at Faith River Church the other night. They're going to be giving me that video so that I can upload that video for you guys so you can see that. But follow Faith River Church in Newport, New Hampshire. And um, I also put out the CPAC video last night that you're going to want to take a, uh, a look at. Now, before we get to God's Word, I want to pray and ask you to pray for Melissa W. I'm sorry, Melissa, I don't know your last name, but she's a follower of the show. She watches the show uh, daily. And she asked us to pray for her because depression is starting to take hold of her um, big time. And uh, she said she almost, she almost, uh, uh, she almost left this life. And um, and I, and the next thing she said was absolutely amazing, ladies and gentlemen. She said because of this show, she stayed around. And uh, that means that God is all glory to God because God is using people like myself to reach out to people and speak to people. So let's pray for Melissa. Uh, Melissa, we're praying for you um, and, and we hope that you get better. Just remember that uh, every, every time we wake up and have breath in our lungs, it's a gift and it's a present from Almighty God. And I just want to let you know, Melissa, that we love you. And we don't want you to go anywhere. We want you to stay around. We want you to keep continuing to watch the show and getting and, and getting the word that you need, okay? So we love you and 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 we just we pray for you, okay, Melissa? Just be covered in the armor of God and you know that everybody here is gonna pray for you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get right to the verse of the day. The verse of the day today comes from Luke 638. And if you were on my newsletter, then you received this this morning, and it says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over 
will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And this verse is a wonderful verse. Came from you version this morning. What a great verse, ladies and gentlemen, to get. Because it lets us know that when we invest, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's love, whether it's compassion, God wants us to invest in His will. He wants us to invest in other people. He wants us to give to other people. It's the only way that we all work together, ladies and gentlemen, is if we give, if we are self, uh, if we are selfless. If we, and, and if you don't have money to give, you can give a thousand ways. Just the pure blessing of giving to somebody rather than receiving is the greatest feeling in the world. And uh, like I said in my newsletter this morning, I wake up every single day and I ask and I pray for God to give me opportunities throughout the day to give to people. And because I'm looking for it, they come in abundance. So I am constantly uh, given options and opportunities to help others, to give to others. And I do so every day and it makes me so very happy. So what a great verse to start the day out with, ladies and gentlemen. And um, uh, let's start the show. Yesterday, 5 p.m., live at 5, we had an amazing show, right? We get a lot of news throughout the week that doesn't seem to be so good. But yesterday was not one of those days. Yesterday at 5 p.m., we had an amazing show full of good news. Of course, there's some bad news here and there, but that's what news is, right? You're going to get the ups and the downs. But we had a full wonderful show yesterday of great news. Now, we're not always going to have that. We're not always going to have great news to give to you. However, this is the way I look at it. As long as it's the truth, as long as it's the truth, then it's good news. Because the truth sets us free. I've said this a million times, but as long as it's the truth, then it's good news. Because we know where to go from there. Nobody wants to be lied to. Nobody wants to be given fake news. Nobody wants to be given anything sugar-coated. Everybody on this page, everybody that follows Life from America and who's followed me in the past and who will follow me in the future wants the truth. And I am so happy to be able to give that to you every day. Now, um, the law in Florida that's going to be going into effect very soon is, is, is one of the greatest um, benchmarks that other states need to follow, ladies and gentlemen. But going into law soon in Florida, uh, they will start, and we've talked about this before, but let's bring it back, let's rehash it since it's getting ready to go into law, all right? Um, let's rehash it. Uh, they're going to start punishing big tech $100,000 a day. $100,000 a day, ladies and gentlemen, if they silence political candidates running for an elected office, whether it be local, state, or federal whether it be local, state, or federal. If you Now, I wish that would extend to everybody, right? Not just for people who run for office, but I wish that would extend to every free person, every legal citizen in this country. And maybe that's the next step. Maybe we got to take baby steps, ladies and gentlemen, but the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, the state legislation there, they are working around Act, uh, uh, Act 230 or whatever, Section 230. They're, they're working around that, and they're, and they're making their own state law that says if you punish any of our candidates by dropping them off your platform merely because they're conservative and they haven't done anything wrong and they haven't actually broke any laws, you'll be fined $100,000 a day. Now think about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's $700,000 a week. 
That is almost $3 million a month. Almost $3 million a month if you want to silence people. And I'll ask you a question. Does anybody know where President Donald J. Trump resides? Does anybody know where President Donald J. Trump lives? I'll give you a hint. It's sunshine. It's open for business. It's got great patriots that live there. Oh, that's right. The great sunshine state of Florida. So when President Donald J. Trump announces his next move, and I would say it's president for 2024. Some would say different, but let's just move on, okay? Let's just let's just go with this narrative. When President Donald J. Trump announces his candidacy for presidency 2024, what does that mean? That means that if Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and whoever else decides not to give him his platforms back, they will be fined $100,000 a day. God bless Florida. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. I hope you and Trump work together and truly make this country the best it could ever be and um, follow through on that promise of the best is yet to come. It's amazing, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? So that that law is going to be going into effect very, very soon. Now let's talk about a governor who's not so great. Let's talk about a governor who's not so cool, who's not so patriotic. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Gavin the Gruesome Newsome. I love that nickname, don't you? A lot of people say they like my nicknames for people, but I got that from President Trump. I get the, the, the ability to call people by nicknames from President Trump, and I do it to rhinos too. Swamp donkeys and rhinos, they're all at risk of getting a nickname that they probably do not want. But Gavin the Gruesome Newsome, ladies and gentlemen, is very upset. Oh, no. Oh no, Gavin Newsom is very upset. He is livid, ladies and gentlemen, or as my late, great, wonderful grandmother who's from, who was from the state of Illinois used to say, he is irate. He is so mad right now. He is so, so livid at the fact that Texas governor, Governor Abbott, his decision to, um, to get rid of the mask mandate and to tell every business that they are allowed to open. Governor, uh, Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom is so mad. And I'm going to tell you what. Why didn't he go after the state of Mississippi? They're doing the same thing. Other red states will follow, I'm sure, today and, and throughout the rest of the week. I'll tell you why he's so mad at Texas. Because everybody's leaving California to go to Texas. That is why he is so mad. That is why he is so upset, ladies and gentlemen, because people are fleeing California at a rate higher than any other state. Only sec um, The only one that's even close is the state of New York. Okay? So, we're going to give two dumb, dumb awards of, of the day today, ladies and gentlemen. And the first dumb, dumb award goes to Gavin the Gruesome Newsome, because he is so mad that people are actually you know, get their freedoms back. Now, it should have never happened in the first place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not very uh, happy with Governor Abbott myself. I'm not happy with any of these red governors who did this. But at least he's seen the light, and for whatever reason, he's doing it. Um, he, he's given people back the freedoms that they should have never been taken to begin with. But Gavin Gruesome Newsom, who in my, in my opinion is a felon and should be in prison, he, he's upset and he gets the first dumb, dumb award of the day. I'm going to throw those fake dum-dums at the screen because you are a dum-dum. And you're just mad because people are leaving your state that you've turned into a complete crap hole and they're leaving to go to Texas. That's why you're really mad. Let's face it. You mad, bro? Are you mad, bro? Come on. 
Don't get that mad. It's okay. And I feel so sorry for the people fleeing California because that's their home. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, I know we sit here and we call California California and we dog California, but let's be honest here, ladies and gentlemen, that state is probably a wonderful state and these poor people have to leave their homes or they're forced to leave their homes. Okay. Um, and it's a, and it's a shame. It's a shame what, what, what the left has done to that amazing state. It is actually a shame. Now I want to, I, I, I kind of want to flip the script here for a minute and I kind of want to talk about Governor Abbott because yesterday I was giving Governor Abbott all kinds of praise. I was giving him all kinds of props for what he did, for this decision that he made. However, I got tons of emails. I was flooded with emails when I was trying, so I went to go through emails last night and this morning. And by the way, I'm all the way up to the 19th, but I did answer some from yesterday. Um, and, and I was flooded with emails talking about how this is basically just a, a bait and switch, how this is a cover up, uh, to get people's attention off the fact, A, he should have never done it, but also I'm going to read something to you. It's called a bill in Texas that's called, um, HB3. The bill is called HB3 in Texas. And what this bill does is it actually grants the governor like unlimited power in the cases of pandemics like we just saw. Like pretty much everything, even jailing you, ladies and gentlemen. And what it's doing is this bill is about ready to pass and nobody's talking about it because of the fact that the news was dominated yesterday by the fact that Governor Abbott is allowing people to open back up and that he's getting rid of his own mask mandates. His own mask mandates. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, HB3 is a bill in Texas that you might want to work on. Um, that you might want to work on uh, your congresspeople and your senators there, and your congressmen and women and your senators. You might want to call them and say, "Look, this HB3 bill. Uh, I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it, but I want you to understand. I want you to have the power. I want you to have the uh, the facts." Um, uh, before we just go saying, "Hey, yay, we get our freedoms back that should have never been taken to begin with." Yes, Susan, praise Jesus, she said, you saw my truth. Texas peeps need to call now. Yes, I did see it, Susan, and I want to thank you for sending that. Vote no on HB3 in Texas, okay? And by the way, there's 2,500 of you watching right now. There's 500 likes. Why don't you click that, uh, that thumbs up button and make sure that you are uh, subscribed to the page and you click that notification bell. All right, moving on. Big news in Arizona today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue on with the good news. Let me take a drink of my coffee real quick. And by the way, there's a lot of folks who listen to this on the podcast and who do not watch the show. So for all those who are listening on the podcast as well, I want to thank you for giving me uh, part of your day and giving some of your time to listen to Live from America and all of the facts and the truth that we bring every single day. Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, we got a huge, huge with a Y, not with an H, because we say huge with a Y, because that's just how we do it here, you know what I mean? And that's how you guys do it too. Arizona gets a huge win last night when the, the judge finally ordered two million ballots, actually 2.1 million ballots to be handed over from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors immediately for forensic audit. There is no more 
fighting about it. There's no more telling on anybody about it. There's no more appealing about it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. The ballots will be turned over. And from what I just heard this morning from... Um, uh, on, on the Stephen K. Bannon show is that the Maricopa County uh, Board of Supervisors is actually gearing up and getting ready to hand those ballots over any time now. So that's good news, okay? We're going to take our wins when we get them. Because if you, if you, uh, now who's going to be doing the audit? That's what I want to know. We all want uh, Hoven Pulitzer. We all want some um, somebody who's not biased, who wants to find the truth. That's who we want to do the audit. Now, I don't know who's going to do the audit yet, but I can tell you this. There is no way the state Senate, who had the power to subpoena these um, ballots uh, to begin with, there is no way that the state Senate there is going to allow Dominion to do that state audit or that the, the, those audits of those uh, ballots. There's no way. So once I figure out and once I get word of who's going to be doing those um, th- that audit, I'll bring it to you. Okay, guys? I'll bring it to you as soon as I get it. Um, but the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, is they're getting them. That's the good news. They're getting them. And I would be willing to bet that they're going to find out, just like they did in New Hampshire when they did a hand count of the ballots. I'd be willing to bet that, that Donald J. Trump won Arizona in a landslide. There wasn't very many votes there, ladies and gentlemen, that separated the two. Okay, from what I understand, there's only about 100,000 votes nationwide that separated the two as far as electoral college count goes. Think about that. There's only 100,000 votes nationwide that actually separate the two when it comes to the electoral college wins, the slate of electors that were sent. Only 100,000. There's 2.1 million just in this county alone that are about to be audited. So what happens... What happens if we find out, which we already know, but what happens if we were to find out that President Trump actually won? What happens? How do we move forward? I highly doubt we're going to see any kind of overturned election here. I highly doubt we're going to get into it that far. But let's say we do. What happens? What happens next? You know what I think happens next? I think you start seeing state by state do this. We already know that other states are trying. But ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you, I told you back in November, the end of November, that Arizona was going to be the tipping, uh, the tipping point. Arizona was going to be that state that first found out what happened and then the rest would follow. I thought it would be Arizona first, Wisconsin, then Georgia, then Pennsylvania. Okay? So, let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's pray to God that this win turns into a big win. We want the little wins to turn into a big win. Okay? Um... Yeah, Linda said it's never happened before. I know. I know. So, I mean, what happens? I, <laughs> I guess we'll wait to see. All right, now we got to talk about some bad news. As much as I don't want to talk about the bad news, we got to talk about the bad news, okay? HR1. HR1 is that travesty of a bill that is being passed by the House and that will then go to the Senate federally, okay? This bill is very bad. Why is this bill very bad? Because the main thing about this bill, ladies and gentlemen, is it's a continuation of cancel culture on a high level. It also federalizes our elections, meaning it takes the the power from the state to be able to set election laws and gives it to the federal government. I don't see this happening. I see massive states suing if this does go all the way through and get signed into law. This cannot happen, ladies and gentlemen. This would be the end of America. Excuse me. This would be the end of America as we know it. 
It's a bill that continues cancel culture on such a high level because it will cancel anyone. Get this. Are you ready? It will cancel and basically punish anyone who is found out to be contributing money to conservatives. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And it will put you on some kind of a list, you know, like the Nazis used to do. It will put you on a list if you are a donor to any conservatives. It's basically wiping out the opposition. The left took control of all three branches of government, and they are literally trying to wipe out the opposition the same way that Hitler and the Nazi party did. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I've been trying to tell you, the left does things, and then they point the finger and say that they did it. They're the ones that steal the cookies out of the cookie jar, and then they tell on somebody else and say they took the cookies out of the cookie jar. Okay? This is not good, ladies and gentlemen. This is very, very, very bad. HR1 will ultimately end the electoral college as well. You, the Electoral College will go bye-bye. It basically just federalizes the election, and the, the entire uh, election, and takes the power from the states in a presidential election. This is not good. I do not think it'll continue. To, I don't think it'll go all the way through, and if it does, people will sue left and right, and you know what needs to happen? Citizens need to come up with a massive class action lawsuit as well, and not just uh, rely on our state governments to do it. This is very bad, all right? So what can we, she says, what Adana says, what can we do uh, about HR1? The only thing that we can always do, and I know none of us really want to do it. And, I, and I'd be willing to bet that when we talk about doing this, most people that are watching don't do it. But it's as easy as picking up your phone, calling your congressperson, picking up your phone, calling your senators, picking up the phone, calling uh, anybody in your state representative, anybody who's in state elections, I mean state uh, elected offices, and letting them know, no, we do not want this to happen, and then, and then get involved at an individual level. I am sure there are people putting putting together lawsuits all over the country, and I work on finding that out for you, okay? But it's really the first step is to call your representatives and say no. That's the first step, guys, okay? All right, um, moving on. More security and more troops are being added in D.C. Guys, more securities and more troops are being added in D.C. for the risk of what might happen tomorrow. Now, what they're doing, what the left is doing, and what these crazy people in Washington, D.C. who want to occupy our own soil, what they're doing is they are following the Q narrative, meaning that they are paying attention to the Q uh, narrative that, that is President Trump is going to be inaugurated tomorrow. Now, the last I heard, and I heard this down in, in, in uh, Florida this last week, is that that goalpost was now moved, and that was now moved to April, uh, according to Q. Now, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I've done a lot of research on Q. A lot of people don't know that I've done a lot of research on Q. They just think that I don't believe in it because I don't believe in it. It's not that I don't believe in it. There's a lot of things that I, that I saw that, that I thought were real, okay? And that I still think that some of the things that they predicted came true. I do. But I don't follow it to the extent where I think the ultimate thing is going to happen where President Trump is going to be inaugurated in March or April. I don't believe that. Now, we had a great discussion on Telegram this morning. I, I put out a post talking about this and I asked the people in, uh, that follow me on Telegram, what say you? Because I give the same updates daily in Telegram as I used to do on Facebook. And I bet there was probably about a 60-40 split. Meaning 60% of the people actually agreed. Um, 
Does that hold on? Sorry. Does that mean no, no. If you donate to me, that doesn't mean that. I'm sorry. I just I wanted to make sure that I, I answered that question. 60% of the people actually believed in me. And not believed in me, but believed what I was saying. And 40% of the people believed that Q is real and the things that Q say are going to happen. Now, since I don't follow Q as much as some of you folks do, I don't know the ins and the outs and the dates and this, that, and the other. But I do know that at first they were saying that March 4th, which was the old inauguration date that we used to have in this country, that President Trump was going to be coming back. Okay, March in March. And then I heard that that got pushed to April. But regardless of that, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to say we had great dialogue in that page this morning. And I, that's what I love about uh, the conservatives. That's what I love about our side is we can disagree and then we can move on. There was nobody calling anybody names. There was nobody being rude. It was really, really awesome. So shout out to you guys and kudos to you. Okay, shout out to you and kudos to you. But that's not the reason I'm talking about the story. The reason that I'm talking about the story is because the federal government, the left, is putting troops and security, more troops, more security in our nation's capital and locking it down even more for the fear of what might happen tomorrow, March 4th. Okay, what might happen tomorrow? Is there going to be riots? Are people going to be coming and trying to, to, to blow up the Capitol? Is President Trump going to be coming back? The fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, is I don't care one way or the other uh, what's actually, you know, if, if Q's dates are right or if they're not. What I care about are why, why, why is our soil being occupied? Why is our nation's capital being occupied by soldiers and by police officers? I guarantee you that most of those soldiers don't even want to be there. That's what disgusts me, ladies and gentlemen. I am so sick and tired of the left doing whatever they want to do and, 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 and putting people in harm's way and dividing us. Because that's truly what this is doing, ladies and gentlemen. It's dividing us more and more. And it makes me sick that the fact that the, that, that the, the American people have got to a point where we allow politicians who buy $12,000 worth of ice cream and who have zero, uh, zero ear to the ground or eyes to the ground or even have any care in the world about what we want or what we say. I, I, it, I'm so sick of these people. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. They're adding more troops and they're adding more uh, police for security. To me, it looks just all like one big, massive reality TV show. But it's ruining our lives in the process. So, moving on from that, six Democrats in New York are now calling for failed Governor Cuomo's impeachment, ladies and gentlemen. You have all the Republicans calling for him to be impeached, and now you have six Democrats actually going on the record and saying that they want impeachment proceedings to start. They want him out of there. Now, we talked about this yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. We know that there's no President Donald J. Trump for all them to turn their attention on. So what do they do? They start turning their attention on each other to get our eyes and ears off other bad things that they're doing themselves. To me, this has Nancy Pelosi written all over it. To me, this has Chuckle Schumer written all over it. This has Adam Schiff written all over it. This has Maxine Waters and AOC and Pocahontas written all over it. What do I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen? Here's what I mean by that. He is the fall guy for them 
to get your attention off all the crazy things like HR1, the fact that Biden is still not meeting people and uh, giving public uh, addresses, public press conferences, the fact that he still doesn't have a State of the Union address and all that. And, uh, and, and the ultimate thing here, ladies and gentlemen, is they don't want the world to understand the debacle that is the coronavirus. And they don't want us to understand and start unraveling the fact that there was no justification at all for the lockdowns. There was no justification for the mask mandates. And there was no justification for mail-in ballots. We never had to do that. If you ask me, in my opinion, the reason that these sexual allegations have come out one after the other in such a perfect time frame was to get your attention off the fact that there was manslaughter that happened for 13,000 vulnerable people who got shoved into nursing homes and who died because they were in close proximity with each other and got a virus and they could not withstand that virus much like they would have if they had a very bad case of the flu, ladies and gentlemen. If you ask me, in my opinion, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get him impeached over sexual harassment charges because guess what's not being talked about on the mainstream media right now? The nursing homes. And the same reason that Governor Whitmer should be impeached and arrested, same reason that Governor Wolf should be impeached and arrested, and every other governor who started throwing people in nursing homes who ultimately got them killed because of the fact that they shouldn't have put them there to begin with, there shouldn't have been lockdowns and mandates to begin with, and if you ask me, that is what's really going on here. So folks, do not take your attention off the fact that this man and Wolf and Whitmer and the rest of them actually, in, in my opinion, committed manslaughter at the very least. And not just of one person, not just of two people, not 10 people, of 13,000 people in just one state. That is what we need to keep our eyes on, ladies and gentlemen. Now, moving from some bad news to some more good news, right? Because we got to go up and down. Wyoming is now trying to follow the Georgia bill, meaning that they want to also pass voter ID laws. And the lawmakers in Wyoming have already granted an initial approval in order to move forward with that bill so that that bill can be passed from one uh, stage of the government to the next and hopefully into law that you have to have a voter ID. You have to have an ID to vote. It makes sense, ladies and gentlemen. You need an ID for everything. You need an ID to get on a bus. You need an ID to get on a train. You need the ID to get on a plane. You need an ID when you go to the bar. You need an ID when you buy cigarettes. You need an ID for almost basically anything, ladies and gentlemen. You need an ID to even identify yourself on Facebook these days. And you don't need an ID to vote when your vote goes towards um, uh, putting somebody into office who can change laws and policy for the entire United States of America that could ultimately either keep us safe or get us killed. You don't need a vote, an ID to do that. Come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? So big shout out to Wyoming. And I told you that if this Georgia bill goes through and Kemp Kemp actually signs it, which I doubt he will, because he's a rhino swamp donkey. But if this bill goes through, you're going to see more states following, and that was going to be the blueprint for election integrity moving forward. So, let's give the second dumb, dumb award of the day. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It actually doesn't go to a Democrat. The second dumb, dumb award of the day, whoop, 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 goes to Lindsey 
Graham, fair weather fan, Lindsey Graham himself, ladies and gentlemen, because he came out once again and flip-flopped again. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I don't like this guy. I always thought there was something wrong with him anyway. I just don't like this guy. I don't like his policies. I don't like how he flip-flops. I don't like how he wants. He needs Trump, so he likes him. Then he doesn't need him, and he doesn't like him, and he goes back and forth. I do not like this guy. Okay? I'm just going to come right out and say it. Do I hate him? No. But I do not like his policies, and I do not like him as an elected official for this country at all. Why? Because he came out again. The dum-dum came out again and said this. President Trump's speech at CPAC was absolutely great, except for when he spoke about fraud in the election and him actually winning the election. This is what he said yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Lindsey Graham said this. President Trump's speech at CPAC was great. President Trump's speech at CPAC was great. It was great except for the fact that when he starts talking about election fraud, and when he starts talking about election fraud, then, you know, that's where he loses me, and that's where he loses the country. No, dum-dum, that's where he won, and that's where he wins the country. And that's why he has 80 million people will follow him wherever he goes, and nobody cares about you whatsoever unless your name is attached to his. That is why nobody cares, you know what I mean? That's what nobody cares about is you. People care about President Trump, and they care about the 2020 election. They care about what happened. Then he goes on to further say that he has seen zero evidence of dead people voting, and he has seen zero evidence of people under the age of 18 voting. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he said this just yesterday. Let me ask you a question, Lindsey Graham. I know you don't watch this, but let me. I, but there are some co- politicians who do watch the show, and I, I know that for a fact. But he, let me ask you a question, Lindsey Graham. You ever heard of Peter Navarro? You ever heard of that guy? You ever heard of the Navarro Report? Hmm? Do you believe that... Um, Dr. Peter Navarro is a, is, 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 a, is an intelligent individual. Do you agree that Dr. Peter Navarro is not a liar? Because if you do, Lindsey Graham, agree to those things, then maybe you ought to take a little time out of your little busy rhino schedule and sit down and read the Navarro report. Maybe you ought to take time out of your busy rhino schedule to sit down and talk to John Fredericks. Maybe you ought to take time out of your schedule and actually sit down and go through the evidence yourself. Because if I can do it, Lindsey Graham, and it's not my job to do it, well, it kind of is now, but it's definitely your job to do it. You swamp donkey, fair weather fan, you you dum-dum, you get a dum-dum award of the day if, if you believe that Peter, Dr. Peter Navarro is not a liar, then sit down and read his report. That's the only one you got to read, Lindsay. That's the only one you got to read. And you'll find out exactly the number of people who were dead who voted and the number of people who were under the age of 18 who voted. And you want to know where he got that evidence, Lindsey Graham? He didn't just make that up out of thin air. No, no, no. He got that from the Secretary of State's office in the state of Georgia. Dumb, dumb. It's not that hard to figure out. It's not that hard to figure out. Man, this guy. Every other week is something different, isn't it? Wow. Now, I know there's a lot of people of the Catholic faith who watch this show. And when I talk about Pope Francis, I do not mean to demean you in any way. And I do not mean to demean your faith of Catholicism in any way. 
I have a very strong opinion of Pope Francis. I am of the opinion that he is not there. Um, he did not get there the right way. I don't think that Pope Benedict came in and then he was gone right away for nothing. Okay? I personally do not like Pope Francis, what he says, and what he stands for. That's just me. I just wanted to put that out there. He made a statement yesterday. <laughs> I can't even believe I even have to say this. He made a statement yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. And he put out a book. Yesterday a book came out. Pope Francis put out a book. It came out yesterday. In the book, and the statement that he made in the book was this. He says that mankind is facing another global flood if political leaders of the world do not address climate change. Hmm. Now, I don't know a lot about Catholicism. I'm pretty new in Christianity as it is. I don't know a lot about Catholicism. But what I do know about Catholicism is that they follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? They follow the teachings of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, right? Okay. So, if that's the case, and they believe in God, I'd like to ask Pope Francis, if I could interview Pope Francis... My question would be this. Have you ever seen a rainbow? What does a rainbow represent? Because I was, I'm under the impression that a rainbow is God's promise never to flood the earth again. My question would be to Pope Francis, A, have you ever seen a rainbow? And my second question to Pope Francis would be, if you're so close to God, then why don't you know that promise? Why don't you know that promise that he gave all of us, if you're so close to God? Have you ever seen a rainbow? Because it doesn't mean gay pride. It's God's promise to never flood the earth. Again. So, it sounds to me like Pope Francis's book and the statement that he made in that book does not align with God. But that statement aligns with globalist politicians who want us to believe the lie of climate change. In my opinion. Could be wrong. But, I don't know, I wish I had the opportunity to ask him those two questions. Now yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, somebody had a great idea and sent it to me via email that said that I should start a tab on my website that promotes American small to medium-sized businesses. I asked you yesterday to send me emails at jeremy at jeremyherald.com with the caption in capital letters, American Business to Promote. So many of you did that. I got so many of them yesterday, and, I, and I'm, I have my web guy working on that. But then, 
ladies and gentlemen. And I love that idea, by the way. That's a great idea because it lets you know you can go to that tab on my website and you can look at pe- and you can look at American small businesses and small to medium businesses that you can trust and that you can order from and that you can go and 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 buy from if you live in that state. What a wonderful idea. However, then I got another uh, message on Telegram that said, if you're going to do that then why not also start a tab about people who are getting involved in politics, meaning that every everyday people from every state who are America first candidates running for local, state, or federal elections. Why not put their names and their states on there as well? And I said, oh my lanta, what a great idea. So now, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I can't even keep up with the emails that I got as it is. All right, so now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep an eye on people in every state who are running for local, state, or or federal seats, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to have two new tabs. And the two new tabs are going to be businesses to promote and America First Agenda candidates to promote as well. You guys are great. This is why I love being so interactive with you, even though I am, like, Almost two weeks behind on emails. I am plugging away. I am taking sections of the day and plugging away. And some of you got uh, answers back this morning. And I'm sorry for being late. But what a great idea, huh, guys? What a wonderful idea. So, (laughs) we got a lot of work to do, ladies and gentlemen. Also, I'm already supposed to be doing a live show with, you know, all the glitz and the glamour and things rolling down on the bottom and getting interviews. However, this computer that I bought right here, I've come to find out when I was doing testing last week, does not have the muscle and does not have the power to be able to give live transitions through the software um, without buffering. So I got to go buy another computer. I got to go buy a much more expensive computer that has more muscle that would allow me to do that. However, I have got everything else ready to go. I just need to get the other computer and move everything over. So that's coming to you and hopefully that'll be here by next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so please go to jeremyherald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you're not getting the newsletter and you've already signed up, then make sure you check your spam folder, all right? Check out the store. We have new uh, women's shirts in there as well. Hopefully, we'll get hats like these in there. This is just a wonderful hat because everything that you guys do when you buy something from the store helps me. And pretty soon, we're going to start taking a percentage of everything that you buy from the store, and we're going to donate that every single month to a different don- a different place uh, every month. And uh, we're, together, we're making a difference, ladies and gentlemen. Together, we are making a difference in this world, and together, we are making a difference in our politics. And it's all because we communicate, we have dialogue, and sometimes we disagree, but that's the greatness of this country. Isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Check out the CPAC video that I put out last night. I premiered at 7 p.m. We only had about 500 people watching it. You will really like it. It's about 45 minutes long, but we had some great interviews in there. It'll really pump you up. It'll give you some goosebumps. We had awesome dialogue in there as well. And ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude today's show. I will see you tonight live at 5 for more Live from America with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you shall ever, ever prosper. And by the way, if uh, I think the freedom...
uh, fan app is now available. If you go to the website on desktop and you click the Android, it's not available, I don't think, for Apple yet, but it is available for Android. If you click the Google uh, um, logo, it should take you right to the app. However, the app is not free. The app is $1.99, and that is so that they can pay for the live video function that they're using and so that they can build a backup in case they ever get kicked off something, and all of that costs money, and they don't have big, big donors. So if you want the app, go check it out. It's there for you. If not, if you want to continue using desktop, that's free of charge, and that'll be there for you too. As uh, I search, as I work on it and and check it out, I will uh, talk to you about it, and I will promote it a little bit more. I just downloaded it this morning, so I want to go through it, and I want to make sure that everything is awesome and i want to let you guys know about it okay god bless you see you at five love everything that you guys do and uh have a great great rest of your day bye-bye